shall chant from verse number 15 sharira vangmano bhiryata karma prarabhate naraha nyayam va viparitam va panchayate tasya hetavah tatrevam satikartaram atmanam kevalantu yah pashyatya krita buddhitva nasapashyati durmati yasya nahankrito bhavah buddhiryasya nalipyate hatva pisaiman lokan nahantina nibadhyate ज्ञानम ज्ञेयम परिज्ञाता त्रिविधा कर्म चोदना करणम कर्म करतेति त्रिविध कर्म संग्रह so for any action to happen there are the five causes which bhagwan pointed out the body the sense of doership all the instruments with which one acts the various activities because of the pranas and the daiva the fifth factor all of them are required for any action to happen whether the action is physical or at the level of speech or at the level of mind all actions good as well as bad happen because of this five causes and in this five causes atma is not there is atma the self the pure consciousness is not included in this five causes and i am that self so an ignorant person identifies with these five causes and considers himself as the doer and that sense of doership itself binds us in this samsara but a wise person comes to recognize his own self and comes to know that i the pure self is not the doer so he becomes free from attachment to this ahankara सो यहंकृतो भाव बुद्धिर्यस्यप्यते ही डजंट हैव द सेंस ऑफ डुअरशिप एंड द बुद्धि द इंटेलेक्ट ऑल्सो डजंट गेट कंटेमिनेटेड बाय एनी नेगेटिव आइडियाज सच अ पर्सन इवन दो माइट बी सीन द बॉडी माइट बी सीन परफॉर्मिंग वेरियस टाइप्स ऑफ एक्शन इवन डिस्ट्रॉइंग द होल वर्ल्ड भगवान सेज ही डजंट डिस्ट्रॉय एनी वन नॉट डज ही गेट attached or bound by anything 
So this is a very interesting uh, uh, portion which Bhagwan revealed. Now he is further analyzing the action. So all this analysis is for us to understand very clearly where lies the whole problem and how everything happens. Just as if we have some uh, some problem with our health, also they take us into so many different types of test is given to see what is what is wrong exactly. So everything is analyzed, even the blood is analyzed, all the count, platelet counts and all those counts and all are done. Similarly here Bhagwan is analyzing our karma. That what is the propelling force for karma to happen? What prompts a particular action to happen? Because all these five causes are equal to all, but everyone do not perform the same type of action. Every person's action differs. So what is what is that which makes everyone different? Or what is that which makes every action different? And that Bhagavan says there are these three propellers of action. The knowledge, the object of knowledge and the knower of this object. The knower, the knowledge and that which is known these three are the propellers of uh, action. So we have uh, seen the knower is the one who, the same consciousness identified with the body, the mind, the intellect, the senses becomes the knower. And whatever one knows is this world only which is made up of these five elements the Prakriti, the 24 Tattvas, they are the thing which is known through our senses, through our mind, whatever is known is this world and it is called Neya. And whatever one knows, the knowledge is called Jnanam. That knowledge can be in the form of words or the knowledge can be in the form of some impressions also. So, we see something, we gain the knowledge, but it also leaves some subtle impressions which we may not be able to notice. You may experience certain things in this world, good, bad experiences, and may be able to relate that experience to other also. But the subconscious and the unconscious mind, it notes down the whole event in a different language altogether. Just like our computer, it has got its own language. Similarly, the subconscious and unconscious mind has got its own language of noting down and which remains more lasting. Our superficial memory may be erased. Suppose a bad experience one has got, after a few years, that person may not remember. Even if he tries, will say, I don't remember. So conscious mind doesn't remember. But the subconscious mind and the unconscious mind remembers. It is there. It will come up at the right time. So that all this which is stored in our uh, deep within, the unconscious also, as knowledge, as our result of all the experiences which we had in our past lives also, they are called jnanam. And this 
jnanam, this knowledge or this samskar comes up in the form of desires, in the form of thoughts. They keep coming. They respond to the world. So the world is ex- expressing in front of us, constantly changing. And then this knowledge responds to that stimuli of the world outside. And certain types of thoughts come. For example, I see a flower. Let me pick up the flower. Yes. So I see a flower. You also see a flower. So look. Yes. So this will give rise to different type of thoughts in all of us. You don't have to reveal your thoughts. Might be very shocking also. But each one of us will have a different type of thoughts. Why the different type of thoughts have come in us? If all of us have seen the same flower, why not the same type of thoughts? See, our eyes have seen the color and form. Hmm. If you come closer, you can smell also. So, the senses see the same flower. But the mind responds responds to it in a different way. Different type of thoughts, different type of emotions come. Why? Because we, or each one of us, we have different impressions within us. And those impressions respond to this flower. So depending on the type of impressions, we get positive, negative type of response. And uh, sometimes we see the flower, we feel happy. And we see the flower, we feel sad. Another interesting thing is that we might not even consciously notice that we have seen the flower. And suddenly we might feel happy or sad. Even some of the smell is associated with our memory. You pass through a place and you get a typical smell in that place. Consciously you are not aware. But that smell is noted down by your subconscious, unconscious mind. And you respond to it. Sometimes you respond positively. Because you go through the gali, parathewali, and you get that fragrance, smell, and your subconscious mind, unconscious mind responds to it. Consciously you might not be aware. Then you come home and you say, oh, I felt so nice. I don't know why I felt nice going through that. I felt very happy. Because it is responding to that stimuli which is there in that, in that place. So that is how we function. Our, all of us, we have a stock in us, our our subconscious mind and unconscious mind has got the impressions of our past lives. And the world as it changes, we keep responding to the world. And that response to the world is our emotions, our thoughts. We keep modifying those thoughts and impressions also. As we do our sadhana, as we experience more things, we keep modifying those impressions which we have. But it is the response of that impression to the stimuli which one one receives from the world. So that samskar impressions are called jnanam. That which is known, the world or outside is called neya. And I, who is identified with this experience, I, who is identified with my senses, my mind, intellect, is called the knower. So the knower, known, and the knowledge 
are the propellers of action. If any one of them is missing, action doesn't happen. Karma, what is technically technically called karma, doesn't take place uh, if these three propellers are not there. The five may be there, but the propellers, they propel us into a particular type of action. So in order to in order to bring about change in our uh, response to the world, we cannot change. The Nayam remains same. The known world remains same. So only change we can bring about in ourself and in our samskar. Through our sadhana, we have to bring about change or modification, transformation in our jnanam and in our own personality. Once that change is brought about, our response to the world will also automatically change. More about this we will see as we study more about this jnanam, niyam and all. These are the propellers of action. But what constitutes an action? What constitutes a karma? What are the contents of a karma? What are the main, uh, what you call, basis of this karma? Karma sangraha, it is called. And that also Bhagavan says there are three. Karanam, karma and karta iti. Karanam, karma, karte iti. Trividha, karma sangraha. Karanam means our, all our instruments of action. They are the five organs of action, five organs of perception, the mind, the intellect, the ego, the memory, manabuddhi, chitta, ahankar, it is called. Antakaran, chatushtaya. All this constitute the instrument with which one acts. So, karana. Then the action itself, the action itself, whatever action is performed, that action, plus the doer, the doer, the action, and the instrument with which the doer acts constitute the main ingredient of an action. So if you want to bring about change or modify an action, we have to bring about change in these three. But the karana is same for all. We cannot change our eyes, nose, ears. So that remains constant. So we can bring about change in karma and in karta. So this karta here, what we are talking about, the doer and the knower are same. So karta and paridnyata, the knower are same. So if we want to bring about change and transformation, in the type of karma which one performs, one can bring about change in the karta and in the karma and in the jnanam. Therefore, these three will be explained in detail about these three being of three types. See, all this uh, is very technical and just by listening you will not remember all. Huh? Therefore, we have to listen again and again. Therefore, we are recording the whole thing. You have to listen to this Bhagavad Gita again and again. And take down notes, contemplate on it. And then only you will be able to remember. Otherwise, it will age part, which is apart. 
like our municipality they keep on building the road first they build the, put the lay the road then the pwd department comes and digs the whole thing and puts the water pipeline there and once they have set it right everything then the electricity department comes then the telephone fellow comes so it should not be like that so we should uh, listen to it again it's a science it's a book of science suppose you come to a class science class just like that the professor will i don't know what they do but uh, it will not be right suppose you tell your children tell you where are you going i am going to school but where is your bag where are your books no not required i will just sit there and listen and come so that will not be our study we should study bhagavad gita ha anyway this by the way so these three are there karanam karma and karta at karma sangraha karma sangraha means the essence or the ingredient of karma what constitutes karma the action itself then the instrument with which the action is performed and the one who has used this instrument to perform the action so the doer the instrument and the action constitute the action action the contents of an action karma so karanam karma karteti trividha karma sangraha this bhagwan uh, revealed here because he wants to tell us that how we can bring about transformation in our action all our sadhana is to transform transform the karta transform the karma transform the samskar which is there within from tamasik it should be transformed to rajasik and from rajasik to satvik and then we one has, can transcend even the sattva guna so in order to make us understand the whole mechanism of this action bhagwan is uh, revealing this knowledge here hmm? so once this is understood now he says in the next words ज्ञानम कर्म च कर्ता च त्रिधैव गुण भेदतः प्रोच्यते गुण संख्याने यथावश्रुणुतान्यपि ज्ञानम कर्म च कर्ता च atnyanam that is the knowledge that is the samskar impressions what we call vasanas which are there in our unconscious mind actually unconscious mind is made up of this nyanam only knowledge knowledge means all the uh, impressions which we have understanding which we have gathered from our past so many lifetimes it leaves a strong impression and based on that impression only we function in this world if those impressions were not there our functioning in this world will not be possible we proceed from where we have left then in our last life whatever 
we have left, then we can continue from there. If the samskar was not there, then every time a person takes birth, he would have to start from zero only, from scratch. But that doesn't happen. We start from a particular level and then we proceed further. So this jnanam, then karma, the different types of action which is performed, propelled by this knowledge. And the karta, the karta is also the jnata also. The knower and the doer is same. Therefore Bhagavan is only talking about that one only, karta, which includes the jnata also, means the knower also. So he says this jnanam, karma and karta are of three types. Sattvic, Rajasic and Tamasic. Tridhaiva gunabhedataha. Based on the three gunas, these are the three types. All of us, we are the knower and the doer. See, knowing and doing, becoming a knower and doer itself is like getting into the samsara. The, the Atma, the pure self, is neither the knower, nor the doer, nor the enjoyer. It is pure, that witness consciousness. But when it identifies with the mind, the intellect, it becomes the knower. And also through the mind, intellect and the sense organs, it performs action, so it becomes the doer. And then it also gets the result of whatever action is performed, then it becomes the enjoyer. So, karta, bhokta, and jnata, when that atma becomes, because of these conditionings, then it is called a jiva. Becomes limited, becomes bound. For example, you are comfortably sleeping in, let us say, in Delhi. And then you dream that you are in some other place. You are in the Himalayas climbing the mountain. So how are you climbing that mountain? Because your body is lying down there on the bed with a thick rajai also on top. <clears throat> so how are you climbing that mountain? The one who is climbing the mountain, the body which is climbing the mountain is a different body. The mind which is there, which is identified with that body and helping you to climb the mountain is also a different mind. Mind of the dream. And the one who is experiencing that is also there, different in the dream. So a dream material was used to create the dream personality who is experiencing the dream world. But when you wake up, that personality dissolves and you are you find yourself at a different place. Similarly, that Atma, the pure self, what we are, is free from all this sense of doership, knowership and all those things. But taking, identifying with the material of this world, the gunas, the prakriti, the panchamahabhut, Identifying with them, this Atma itself assumes the role of a doer, of a knower, of an enjoyer. So it's the one, only I only, who is the doer, who becomes the doer. I only become the knower and I only become the enjoyer. 
if I remain as that pure witness, I become free of all the bondage created by this knowing, doing and enjoying. Hmm. So in the state of meditation, one comes to recognize oneself as the pure witness consciousness. But as long as we have this sense of doership, knowership and enjoyership, we are bound to this samsara. Therefore, in order to bring about change and to transcend this, we have to we have to transform this knower, transform this karma and transform this jnana. How can one transform? They are made up of these three gunas. They are trigonatmika. So if one understands we have certain control by which we can modify them, make them into, from tamasic we can make them rajasic and from rajasic to sattvic. And then one can transcend them. Therefore this whole topic is very important. And this knowledge of these three gunas are given in again Sankhya Yoga. So, Prochate Guna Sankhyane Yathava Shrunotanyapi. Bhagavan says it has been given in the, in the science of Guna, which is revealed by Kapila Muni. It's called Sankhya Darshan, which talks about these three Gunas. Bhagavan says, I will tell you about it. Yathava Shrunotanyapi. You listen very carefully. And once you listen, you will be able to understand where you stand and you will be able to transform yourself and transcend this limitation. It's a very, very beautiful and scientifically uh, revealed uh, knowledge. Hmm. So what are the three? As Bhagavan says, he will tell, Jnanam, Karma and Karta. Are you ready for this 333? Okay. So first Bhagavan talks about knowledge, jnanam. In order to change our, uh, transform our life, we can transform the knowledge. Then that will help us to transform our own sense of I, and that will change also our response to the world. So once this jnana and karta and karma gets transformed, slowly and steadily one gains that purity, becomes more and more sattvic and can transcend this limitation. So this first Bhagavan talks about this jnanam, knowledge or the vision or the samskar which we have, these are also of three types. And what are they? Let us chant the 20th verse which talks about Sattvik Jnanam. Sarva Bhuteshu Enaikam Bhavam Avyayam Ikshate Avibhaktam Vibhakteshu Tadnyanam Vidhi Sattvikam Sarva Bhuteshu Enaikam Sarva 
see whatever knowledge which we have which we have gathered from our past lives which are there in the form of samskar in our unconscious mind they are there again they come up in the form of various types of emotions and all in our subconscious and then finally they come as thoughts and emotions in our conscious mind also so they are there it's like a like the like the ocean lots of water is there but the same then lot of current and all and then the you can see effect of it on the top of the ocean in the form of those waves but compared to the thickness the depth of that ocean the waves are a little very thin layer on top so the waves are like our conscious mind thin layer on top but the depth is our subconscious and the unconscious mind it is so deep and it has got so much of samskar that it is capable of giving us countless births this is only one birth which has come because of a little portion of our all this samskar but it is capable of giving us countless births for example your dream suppose you have a dream today does it mean that all your dream seeing capacity is over no as long as you are alive you can keep on dreaming how many types of dream will come nobody can tell because that capacity is there potential is there similarly we have potential to take millions infinite types uh, times birth actually many many times birth aneka janma so this uh, knowledge or samskar how how is it classified because it is very difficult to just classify them how is it cl- classified see this knowledge gives us a vision depending on your knowledge depending on your samskar you have a particular way of looking at the world knowledge gives vision drishti hmm a vision so depending on what type of knowledge i have i have particular way of looking at this world looking at the world looking at god looking at myself i keep telling you the world view god view self view is determined by this knowledge what i consider myself to be that's a vision i have about myself then what i think about this world whether the world is a playground whether the world is a battlefield whether the world is a marketplace whether the world is uh, my enemy's home whether the world is my home these are different visions are there how we look at the world how we look at people around what is our concept of beings who are there around us do we feel that they are they are someone uh close to me or they are my enemies they are my friends how do i look at beings around then how do i look at god whatever scriptures what they say is, is immaterial each one of us we have our own concept of god an unknown figure that he is somewhere up he is looking at me bhagwan dekh rahe hai 
explained. So we have our own idea about God. And then we have our own idea about our, who am I? What am I? We have our own vision about ourselves. Sometimes very low vision that I am a miserable soul. Miserable person. I have come here to suffer. Mera kya batai aapko Swamiji? Mera jeevan kora kagas. Hmm. So that might be a one way of looking at my own life. <laughs> Miserable person. Or I might see, look at myself as a, as a person who has all the capacity. I can achieve whatever I want. Very confident and very bold, friendly, or loving, compassionate, or angry. Ah. So different way in which we might be looking at ourselves. That's our vision. Vision is not our with our eyes, but that is how I look at myself. That is how I look at the world, and that is how I look at God. So this look, Bhagwan has classified into three categories: sattvic, rajasic, tamasic. If I want to changing or transforming my knowledge, is transforming my vision. Not by reading a lot of books, if my vision doesn't get transformed, then I have not learned anything. Vision, if it is transformed, then I am a transformed person. How I look at the world. So it's a very beautiful what Bhagavan has revealed. It's a great secret. He says, what is sattvic vision? He says, when we are able to see, not with our eyes, but with that vision of knowledge, vision of wisdom, when we are able to see Sarva Bhuteshu, that in all beings, when we are able to see, there is some one factor which is common in all beings. Sarva Bhuteshu Ena Jnanena Ekam Bhavam Avvayam Ikshate. When we are able to see one immutable uh, immutable uh, what do you call entity or immutable tattva essence in all avibhaktam vibhakteshu though all beings are physically appear to be separate but this immutable factor is inseparable and it is disjointed and it is homogeneously present in all when one is able to see this, gain this vision, then that vision is called sattvic. It's very important and interesting. And this vision, if a person gains, that person is a realized master only. It's not, uh, it's not just about thinking, but that person has got this understanding, vision. See, when I look with uh, ordinary understanding, Everyone and everything appears to be different. That also Bhagavan will tell about the other vision of Rajasik and Tamasik. Everything seems to be different. To see difference is uh, what you call, it might be more common. But to see that oneness, we require a special ability. To see that I am different and you are different, it doesn't require a nuclear science. 
But to see that the something in me and something in you is same. It requires a special vision. See, to understand, let us slowly, we will develop this uh, thought, to understand that all of us are uh, one or something is common, that common factor should be subtler than us, something more sublime than us. Like for all of us here sitting here, as, uh, let us say, from the standpoint of uh, being a uh, Indian, all of us are same. Not only you, but all from all the states, all of us, there is that common factor being Bhartiya, being Indian, binds us all together. So whatever be our language, whatever be our uh, background, whatever be our caste, our religion, all of us are Indian. So being an Indian is more pervasive, more binding, more sattvic vision. But still in that Indian, we have the feeling that I am Indian, that fellow is American, that is Chinese and that is Pakistani. So what is common in all humanity? If we have the vision of humanity, it is more sattvic than having the vision of being an Indian. Then I am seeing all of humanity as one. I see all in all of them, I have one common thread. I look at them with one vision. But that is about human being. What about animals? What about birds? What about plants? For that I require even subtler vision, vision of life. If I have the eyes, if I have the understanding that as life, I am alive and the tree is alive, the life in me and the life in the tree, same. It is not similar, it is same. When I have that vision, when I have that deep understanding and that has given me the drishti, then that is the sattvic vision which I have, more sattvic. But that is confined only to living beings. What about the inert objects? For that I should have the vision of existence. That I exist and the stone exists and the mountain exists. As existence there is no difference. I am not existing more than the mountain. My existence and the mountain existence are same. When you see in your dream a mountain and when you are there, you are not more than the mountain. Both of you are equally, has got equal level of existence. When you wake up, mountain also disappear and you also disappear. The you of the dream. They are equal. Similarly, when I have the vision, in my vision, if that existence is there, pure consciousness is there, then I look at the whole of this vast cosmos as pervaded by one immutable reality, which we can call Brahma, which is called Atma, which is called Satyam, Jnana, Anantam, that one immutable reality pervades everything. If this samskar is very strong in me, and with this samskar I look, then that look, that vision is called Sattvic. That knowledge is called Sattvic. This is a very fascinating. 
like uh, in Tul- Tulsi Rama and Tulsi Ji, looks at the whole world and says, Siya Rama Mai Sava Jagajani. That's called Sattvic vision. That I'll see the whole world as Siya Rama. Vasudeva Sarvamiti Samahatma Sudurlabaha. So this is a sattvic, this is the highest sattvic vision, but even if we slowly graduate towards it, that also will transform our life. Rather than seeing differences, if we have the ability to see oneness, if we are able to see that which is common in all, that vision will transform us. Out of fear, out of all sorts of funny ideas, we have this or because of our Rajasik and Tamasik samskar, we have this vision of duality. But those who have this vision of oneness, their whole life, it's all, everything is done there. And through satsang, through contemplation, through our japa, through our all our upasana and sadhana, we have to develop, gain this vision. People have funny idea, they count their sadhanas in terms of outer calculation. Hmm, itne japa kiya maine ek hazar baar, das hazar baar. Doesn't matter, das hazar baar japa. If you remain buddhu, then it is, uh, you are not changed much. Buddhu doing das hazar baar japa, usse kya farak pannne wala Our vision should change, which can change through satsang which can change through our contemplation, which can change when we drop our false ideas and false concepts fearlessly, hmm. then that change will come. Because many times we have a notion that, no, no, and I will have to do this, and my will we have fears and ideas and misconceptions which we only create for ourselves, because of which we keep remaining stuck in our whatever level we are. So, without fear, one should try to develop this sattvic vision. Sarva bhuteshu ena ekam bhavam avvayam ikshate. So, in all the different beings, in all that is there in front of us, we should be able to see oneness. We should start with our uh, the devatas also. People have various types of devatas in their uh, on their altar, and they look at them in a different vision only. Differences, differences. Rajasic type of religious attitude of seeing differences only. It should be oneness. And that oneness, if we can bring in our eyes, then the person is, then it is done. Then one has achieved what one has to achieve. Just as we see in our own body, though the hands are different, legs are different, but I see myself in the whole body. Similarly, though the outwardly the objects and beings may appear different, but one who is able to see that in all of them, there is only one tattva, common. Sutre Maniganaiva, in 7th chapter, Bhagavan says, like a sutra, like a thread in a garland. 
the the flowers are different but the thread is common in all so avibhaktam vibhakteshu tad jnanam vidhi satvikam he arjuna you understand that this knowledge this vision is satvik knowledge gives us vision so when we go to school college whatever knowledge we get it gives us vision the way to look at ourselves the way to look at the world and the way to look at god if my vision has not changed then i have remained ignorant only if my vision has not improved and become better then i have remained ignorant only and the worldly knowledge will not change our vision only the knowledge this bhagavad gita what it is revealing will be able to transform our vision so this is satvik remember this and as compared to the satvik then bhagwan is talking about rajasik and tamasik vision which should be dropped and one should develop cultivate this satvik vision see once the vision changes the entire samskar maybe past millions of lifetime we might have gathered they undergo modification and change it doesn't matter it's like our again to give example of a computer you put one new some software or something or cleaning this disk or whatever i don't know what it is called once it is put it can change transform the whole system and make it new but if it is not put the system remains dirty permanently similarly this knowledge if you put it in your system it can transform once the vision is transformed the entire samskar of all the past life gets transformed it doesn't matter how how much deep my samskars are or how many millions of lifetimes i might have if my vision changes now they are all wiped out they all get transformed it's like a cave suppose a cave is in darkness for millions of years nobody had entered that cave and the cave is totally dark for beginning from beginningless time the cave is in darkness how long will it take for the cave to become bright how long does it will it take it was dark for millions of years remember uh, if you bring that light within second it will become bright it doesn't take millions of years to make it bright but if you don't bring that light another million years it can remain in darkness similarly if this vision doesn't come another million years we will have to take birth a million lifetimes but if this vision comes in one lifetime everything gets transformed it's so powerful so avibhaktam vibhakteshu tad jnanam vidhi satvikam so with this in mind understand the rajasik vision also which one has to drop let us chant the next verse prathatvena tu yad jnanam nana bhavan prathak vidhan वेत्ति सर्वेशु भूतेशु तज्ञानं विद्धिराजसं पृथक्त्वेन तु यज्ञा 
नानाभावान पृथक विधान हाँ दिस इज द राजसिक नॉलेज विच गिव्स राइज टू राजसिक विजन द राजसिक संस्कार विच वन हैज हाउ टू नो दैट आई हैव राजसिक संस्कार इफ माई विजन इज राजसिक देन इट इज राजसिक संस्कार एंड वॉट इज द विजन पृथक्वेना नाना भावान पृथक विधान व्यक्ति सर्वेशु भूतेशु it is the vision by which i see the different beings and different objects as different from each other i do not see any connection between these different beings and different objects i look at them as different hmm. even i may say that oh i am this body is there and the consciousness is there in me which is aware of this body but i may look at another person and i have the feeling that that person has got also consciousness which is different from me which is aware of his or her body so even if a person so called spiritual or religious if he feels that i am that consciousness but there are many other consciousness or i am that atma but there are other atmas also which are different from each other the human atma is different from animal atma and animal atma is different from the bird atma bird atma flies hmm and different from the mosquito atma so if one has got this understanding not only as an individual but sometimes we gather this understanding some philosophers and some religion also teaches us this rajasik uh, vision is possible because the whole religion might be based on rajasik understanding having a rajasik vision that i am different you are different everything is different and this is a vision of science also science at a particular level also tries to see how everything is different every atom and everything is how different but a higher science is one which sees the connection between these different things in fact actually the classical science and all those uh, newtonian science and all are seeing the difference only but as you go into a subtler science like those quantum mechanics and all they then talk about something which connects all it's very interesting this quantum mechanics quantum mechanics talks about something which is connect like for example this flower which is there and the star which is so far away but still they are connected when i move this star uh, this not star this flower something happens to the star also that's what the quantum mechanics will tell us it's everything is connected in a deep way in a very strange way when an atom when a particle moves in one clockwise i mean how the clockwise yeah when it moves in a clockwise direction simultaneously its twin particle moves in the anti clockwise direction which might be separated in by millions of uh, light years away also and if we change the direction of this particle simultaneously that particle will also change its direction hmm so this uh, 
at a subtler level, science is also coming to a point, apart from creating mobile phones, science also is studying how every, everything is connected. There is something called the unified field theory and uh, one theory to explain everything. They are also trying to find out because they also feel intuitively they feel that there must be one thing which is which is making everything happen. There are no simultaneous causes. There is one thing which makes everything happen. There is one thing which is connecting all of us. Just like this electricity. Though we see there are so many bulbs are there, but there is one electricity which is connecting all of them. Similarly, one who sees this oneness is sattvic, but now we are talking about rajasic. Rajasic is one who sees only the differences. Who sees that this bulb is different, that bulb is different, light in this bulb is different, that is different. He doesn't see the connection, the oneness which is there. Now, very interesting that when we have this type of rajasic vision, I will tell you how practically it hampers our life. For example, if one has got this rajasic way of looking at world, that this place is different, that place is different, this food is different, that food is different. No doubt outwardly it is different, but there is something common. There is something related. When we only see the difference, that person would like to have experience of everything. That person will have more desires. Because he feels, I have experienced this, but this is still remaining. I have to experience that also. That I have experienced now, that is remaining. I have gone to Honolulu, now I have to go to Hawaii. I have gone there, I have to go to Jumritalaya. There I have gone, then I have to go to Kanyakumari and see the rising sun. Then I have to go again there to see the setting sun. Then I have to go to, what you call that, um, um, Niagara Fall. People go there, see the Niagara Falls, they come, they take photographs and show it to their friends. And the friends look at the photograph, they ask them, Kab gaye te waha par? Oh, summer mein gaye te haa? Winter mein jana chahiye. <laughs> summer mein jaake kya fayda? Summer mein kuch nahi. Winter, if you go, you will see the beauty of it in the this snow and this and it will be different. So you feel so sad, you have spent so much money and got the photographs also, but you feel sad, so then next time you go in winter, again take photograph, again show it to the same friend. Winter mein, haan, winter. Kau kehte, din mein kehte, raat mein kehte. Mein din mein kehte. See, this may be laughable, but this is what we do. Then that person becomes restless. He has seen that Niagara fall two, three times, but still is restless. What is the use then? Then that, some, that creates so much of agitation. Then he uses some influence, this, that, somehow collects more money, and then again he goes. So this type of attitude we develop in our mind when, when we have rajasic vision all our if we have countless desires we will find they are of similar type they are not of different scale they are similar type 
they want more and more of the same thing not higher and higher not better and better same khane ka idhar kha udhar kha aakhir mein khane ka hi hai aakhir mein this khana has got five six taste only but same idhar kha udhar kha is hotel mein jao us hotel mein idhar chow mein kha udhar kaun kaun kha udhar chow chow kha so so many so many desires come and the person becomes restless but if one has got a satvik vision that person will be more calm and more peaceful then even if he sees one or two things he will say yes sab mein wahi hai he will be more shant he will be more balanced he or she there will be total calmness of one's mind it's a most fabulous and fascinating thing actually the person will not become hyper about world and about experiences whatever you experience ultimately those experiences are gained by the mind so and the same it is it's all stimuli so that person will not be excited about gaining some experiences also will not be excited about even gaining some sort of esoteric experiences of of doing some sadhana will only desire to attain that supreme so one should be it's like suppose you are told to look at the let us say you are on the sea shore and you are told that okay look at this uh, sand so you pick up one sand grain and look at it then drop it then pick up another sand grain look at it drop it will you do like that you will see do tin dekh liya ho gaya dekh liya sab usme kya hai ki farak penda ha aur kya dekhna hai but those who have the notion that every sand grain is different will be restless unless he sees all the sand grain which will be impossible and that is what we have our our desires are just a notion that we are looking for something different something new something something more wonderful there's no wonderful thing there it should be more and more subtle rather than trying to experience more and more of the tamasic joy or the rajasic joy one should try to experience higher and higher type of joy from tamasic we should come at the rajasic level from rajasic we should try to experience the satvik joy and from the satvik we should transcend that and experience the joy of our own self then only we are progressing otherwise we are just moving in the same direction hmm so that is the implication of this vision even devatas we go to this devata that devata if one has got the vision that whatever be the outer form the devata is one only then that foolish idea about worshiping different types of images different forms different mantras and different tantras and all those things will not be there then for that person there is only one god whether he is in the form of one murti or another murti or in the form of a human being animal birds plant it is one god only for him then that person transcend all the rituals transcend all religions transcend all these various types of uh, idols and all but if that is not there then for us gods are different sometimes people fight also mere god aapke god se jo hai more powerful 
भला आपका गॉड मेरे गॉड से सफेद कैसा नहीं सॉरी पावरफुल कैसा सो वी वी हैव दैट टाइप ऑफ विजन देन इट इज कॉल्ड राजसिक सो पृथक्वे न तो यज्ञानम नाना भावान पृथक विधान वेत्ति सर्वेशु भूतेशु सो इन ऑल द बींग्स वन हु सीज पृथक पृथक अलग 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 डिफरेंट डिफरेंट एसेंस वन सीज इन ऑल देन द विजन इज ऑफ डिफरेंस देन द विजन इज सुपरफिशियल देन द विजन इज आउटवर्ड नॉट इन साइड see when you when you when you fly huh? is there a there pilots and all they keep flying na no? so when and others also fly birds also fly when you fly and when you are passing through the mountainous region like the himalayas and all and lot of cloud and above those clouds you can suddenly see those peaks protruding out of the clouds so it appears a peak alag hai wo alag hai wo alag hai but if you go deep you will find if you go down and if you find, if you go and see there you will find that all of them are connected at the ground at the ground level all the mountains are connected but at the upper level you find they are as though they appear disconnected similarly when we see everyone different we are looking from a very superficial level you look from the body level you just go at the mind level you will see more oneness the emotion in me the emotion in you you will feel same many times we cry for people near and dear our own one yeah. oh iska bahut ye ho gaya and i feel very sad but the, but what is happened to your own relative and what is happening to someone in far away country is also same we should be able to cry and be able to empathize with them also if we go still deeper at the level of buddhi we will see more oneness in the world and when we go at the level of our self we will see oneness in all we will not see any difference not even in god or the world or all beings are one sarvam khalvidam brahma neha nanasti kinchana is no difference anywhere so vetti sarveshu bhuteshu tat jnanam vidhi rajasam so bhagwan says this is called rajasik knowledge uh, this vision which sees differences everywhere see in rajasik knowledge also he sees everything a rajasik person also sees everything but everything is seen differently now we come to a tamasic person who is worse than the rajasic and what is the vision of the tamasic he says yat krishnavade kasmin karye saktam ahetukam atatvarthavadal pancha तत्तामसमुदाहृतमुदाहृतृष्णवे कस्े सक्तमेतुक हाँ दिस इज कॉल्ड तामसिक विजन अ वेरी लो तमोगुणी विजन 
tamasic samskar when we have we develop this type of vision and what is it that person is unable to see everything one a sattvic person sees everything and sees oneness in all rajasic person also sees he has got a wide vision to see everything but looks at everything as different a tamasic person is a one with a very narrow vision who sees only one aspect of life who doesn't see life completely who doesn't see the world completely who doesn't see god completely who sees only one aspect of life one effect of this world and considers that alone as everything see our life also is made up of various facets if i if one looks at one's life it is like one has got a family one has got finances one has got the social facet so many facets are there in life but if one looks only at one particular facet i and my family i don't care for my neighbors i don't care for the society me my or mera parivar bas then that is called a narrow vision that is called seeing only one limited thing of life similarly one has got the narrow vision about god ki my god is only this god alone is there dusre sab god jo hai there no god and there no good also so having a very fanatic understanding and concept of god limited maybe my god is limited and is there only in this particular idol or in this particular form or in this particular concept that alone is god others are not knowing about it or my religion alone is the best and the noblest and the most wonderful so one effect of this world is taken as everything without having the wider understanding of the vastness of this whole world and the whole cosmos one who has got this this called a fanatic vision actually a tamasic vision is a fanatic vision and there are fanatics in all fields it's not about religion it is in all fields one will find fanatics one who has got a narrow understanding of life so yattu krishnavad ekasmin karya ekasmin karya means in one effect one looks at it as whole it's like my whole body is there but i consider myself only as my thumb then it is a very narrow vision similarly the whole world is there but only one place or one thing is itself given complete importance it's called a rajasic i mean tamasic narrow or fanatic vision ekasmin karye satyam one gets attached to it gets totally attached even if somebody says anything against it or if that person is willing to fight and destroy and become violent also gets holds on to that narrow thing very as dear life oh he to come illogically without any logic without any rational thinking one hold on to one's narrow vision atatvartham atatva atatvartha which doesn't have a sound foundation atatva means not the 
right understanding which doesn't have a sound foundation his knowledge his vision doesn't have a sound foundation a logical sound foundation is not there holding on to thing phonetically and holding on to alpam having the alp narrow vision which leads to narrow understanding and narrow results also is gained through because of this vision so this vision is called tamasic narrow way of looking at ourselves and our life so such person becomes uh, addicted for example one feels that paisa hi sab kuch hai aur kuch nahi hai jeevan mein so that person has got a narrow vision and gets addicted to it more and more and his or his life get destroyed in it so that is the vision aur kuch nahi rakha hai jeevan mein all money only is everything or enjoyment itself is everything or a particular path itself is everything so narrow concept of life is a tamasic vision so this other three uh, ways or three visions which are gained because of the three types of knowledge or three types of samskar which we have these three visions might one may have a predominant of these three and other may come and go also sometimes when you are in one is in some uh, in satsang and all suddenly one may get a satvik vision but by the time you reach home it might become rajasik and can go down also it's quite possible and in in certain uh, places and all suddenly our certain situation suddenly we have a satvik vision which gives rise to satvik expression for example some calamity is there some situation is there where suddenly all people come together and they share they do things for each other they suddenly forget all their differences and they just look at everything as one and this euphoria like so at a short time there is a satvik vision comes people just go and embrace the stranger and willing to give share everything they have satvik vision comes but things change and suddenly there is a rajasik and then tamasic vision also and whenever there is satvik vision there is a experience of peace and joy wherever there is rajasik vision there is experience of sorrow and disturbance agitation like i said about this Niagara fall agitation only but you see it in the during the daytime or night time if with a rajasic attitude one sees that will not give any satisfaction rajasic vision whatever one experiences it doesn't satisfy even in the ripe old age that fellow will say oh i have not experienced that wo reh gaya mera kya reh gaya ne wo wahan par mountaineering karna reh gaya but now you can't even walk and all agle janam mein main karunga so already makes plan booking for the next this next janam also booking karke rakh dete and next janam he is born there as a mountain goat or something and because mountaineering the best to mountain goat only actually they do best they don't have to carry oxygen they don't have to carry coca cola bottles which we throw and all so they are the best <laughs> so these three types of vision they 
really they affect our life after this now bhagwan talks about three types of karma so depending on our vision we respond to the world we respond to the world so the response to the world depends on our vision how we respond to the world hmm. so our response to the world is our karma with the attitude with which we respond and what is our response depends on our vision and that response itself is our karma so this karma also is of three types sattvic rajasic tamasic and that bhagwan is now revealing us in the next verse niyatam sangarahitam अरागद्वेशतकृतम् अफलप्रेप्सुनाकर्मा Uh, this is called sattvic karma the action itself is classified into three groups sattvic rajasic tamasic but the action itself is like a response from this gnanam the response comes and the doer also is involved so the doer i and the knowledge which i have got i respond to the world that is my karma see a spontaneous response to the world it's my karma but then sometimes i react to the world or sometimes that karma comes out in a more tragic way so it is depends on that the karma also are sattvic rajasic and tamasic so here bhagwan is talking about sattvic karma so first uh, lakshan of that is niyatam it is niyat karma niyat karma means our duties so a person who has got a, ra- a sattvic vision will also have a sattvic karma will not go out of his place will follow the path of righteousness and performing his or her duties it's called niyat niyat means obligatory uh, duties which we are obliged to do which we have to do as a human being depending on my place and Uh, status and my samskar and all certain duties are there for myself towards my family towards my society so they are the niyat karma nitya naimittik karma so that is one lakshana of the sattvic uh, karma then it is performed sangarahitam which is performed without attachment the doer performing this karma without attachment so a karma which is performed without attachment is a sattvic karma aragadveshatakritam which is performed without rag and dvesha without attachment and repulsion without likes and dislikes it is performed because it has to be performed there is no likes and dislikes involved in that karma 
देन अप्रेपसुना कर्म अफल प्रेपसुना कर्म विच इज परफॉर्म विदाउट हैविंग अटैचमेंट टू द रिजल्ट ऑफ एक्शन सो द होल फोकस इज ऑन परफॉर्मिंग द कर्म टू द बेस्ट ऑफ वंस एबिलिटी see the more and more purely our karmas becomes duty then our focus will not be on the result it will be just about performing it for example every day we have to take bath let us say so it is just our duty that regularly we take bath so while taking bath we don't have we should not have or we may not be having that thing about the result or about future about this and that we just perform it ki snan karna hai to kar lo aisa nahi ki bahut bas snan karne ke baad i will get a certificate then it will be signed by everyone then i my photograph will come in the newspaper or something like that we just do it so the duties become so spontaneous they become second nature but if selfishness is involved or if some egoistic uh, desires are involved then those are no longer than they remain our duty then my vision changes then my attention goes to the result then i get agitated i get bound more some more negative samskars are created so those are not satvik karma satvik karma is the duties niyat karma perform without attachment without uh, likes and dislikes without having attachment to the results of action then those actions are called satvik more about this in rajasik and tamasik we'll see tomorrow पूर्णमद पूर्णमद पूर्णमुदच्यते पूर्णस्य पूर्णमादाय पूर्णमेवशिष्य शाति 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 हरि ओं श्रीगुरुभ्यो नम हरि हरि ओं one announcement as i said we are uh, recording this uh, all these talks we have audio as well as video recording of all the talks happening and i am very happy to announce that uh, 16th and the 17th chapter have already come but just tali bajane se kaam nahi chalega you will have to buy actually the as i said it's not about selling this but as i said unless we listen to it again and again it will not really enter your head so since you have already heard it here once it is always better to listen to it again because we miss certain points and when we listen to it again you will be able to grasp those points also so and once and that understanding itself will change our vision and once the vision is changed our karma will change our personality will change and we will be able to transcend this samsara so you can go through this in the bookshop here hari om